0: It's coffee quad time! the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Onney, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks.
1: Well, a very
2: good morning to you. I am back this week. Last week I was flying Southwest Airlines to land here in Southwest Florida, and we seem to have our internet issues fixed here in Florida, and we are back live. Thanks, Dave and Chris, for stepping up and and uh, dj doug and really helping out last week well let's say hello to our cast of characters all here that's joined me today i guess we'll start with might as well start with you jennifer in indianapolis since you just got into the meeting how are things this morning well,
3: uh, jennifer. pretty good pretty good so far pretty Rain good a little late. jackie had the fryer on and I didn't hear the clock chime.
2: Oh. Had the what on?
3: The fryer. Oh. She was going to have one of those sausage biscuits and we evidently ate them all already so she found a chicken patty and she decided she was going to have that on the sandwich for breakfast.
2: Well there we go. There we go. I had my English muffin. But I didn't know peanut butter would go bad but I had left peanut butter from here before and it didn't taste so good. so I get I've stayed away from that. And when I order groceries again this week, I'll get some new fresh peanut butter. But I don't want to eat that. It's too dry. Something wasn't right about it. Well, let's see. Let's go to Minneapolis, Minnesota.
4: Good morning, everyone. And it's uh, cooling off here today. Let's get up to the mid-60s for the high. So, not too bad and the twins are doing well and
2: oh, yeah, life couldn't be better could it It's only going to get 90 here today so it's a little warm yet.
4: Oof. Yeah, uh, that's too much.
2: A little <laughs> But uh that'll be good in a month or two it'll it'll start cooling down a little bit but it's still pretty good. I can't uh, can't complain. Uh, panel members, wait a minute. Uh we'll we'll get to you in just a moment so they'll lower your hand we'll we'll get to you in just a moment uh chris and dave
0: well we're doing well here it's 53 degrees this morning but it's supposed to hit 80 this afternoon what a
2: switch oh my yeah fall Um, 80 degrees isn't too bad degrees (laughs) jeff bennett in albany how are you
5: we're going to have the same kind of weather. Dave is having a pretty much, uh, maybe not quite getting up to 80, but we're going to do an okay. I'm going to have lunch with my oldest daughter, Meredith, and we're going to get together and spend some time this afternoon, and that's always good to spend quality time with your kids. I think that's, more, that's probably even more important than everything anything else, is to, is to try to spend as much time as you can with the kids. That, so that's it. Was, it's doing good great. Idea.
2: Good idea. Well, let's see. Let me swing around. I think I've got everybody on the panel. But well, no, we,
5: got, uh, off, we yeah. got Mike here and you got uh, Shelly Mike. here. Right?
2: Yeah, both Mike off. and you. Shelly. And we're going to do Sally special here in just a moment. But Michael Loft, what's going on? And you're not in Greensburg, you're in Evansville, right?
6: Yes, we are in Evansville. And uh, uh, getting ready to attend an online job expo career fair event today. We'll see how that goes. Never done that before. And other than that, I guess. We get rain today, and this is the driest September ever uh, in this area. So I guess that when you have more flooding and more drought, that's global warming and its finest. But that's what's going on here. And its finest.
2: Well, Shelley, because of the power of this program, and if you believe that, I've got some land and some oceanfront property for you to buy. You've got good news for us. You were a couple weeks ago when you came on the coffee club. No job, but tell me the story.
7: Well, interestingly enough, and good morning everybody. Same uh, weather as Dave and Chris here. Hope everybody's well. Interestingly enough, two jobs popped at the same time. Uh, I think there was a 12-hour difference in the offers. And One was for a hotel PBX operator, and the other was for a government position. And because of logistics, um, different travel logistics and such, I wanted the hotel job more, but I picked the government, which is probably more secure anyway. Pays better. So I was very surprised. And actually, one of the offers was the same day that I was on the coffee club. So... And then the next one was Thursday morning.
5: Well, when will you start your new job?
7: I'll start in November, mid November.
2: Well, you know, we have so much power here that we just reach right out and. That's what we were going to say.
7: was all the positive, I think it was the positive energy of all the listeners, really.
2: Despite and, and all, all your hard work. work to get that job, you know. Oh, yeah. I did not... a lot
7: of hard work, but I really appreciate the support. I felt like people, even though people weren't saying a lot, but I was getting some support and it was really nice. It, well it was good. After ten minutes, after ten months of hunting it well, finally paid off. Keep so just be uh, persistent, folks, if you're looking.
4: So what hours are you working
7: at? Oh well Tim, you know, last in first out, so nine thirty to six. But that's not horrible.
1: Oh no. And I had an old mean, VR counselor tell me one time that it's easier to get a job if you have a job. So maybe with that one offer came a second one.
5: Exactly. So what, what, now, what will you be doing with the government, Shelly? Can, can you give us, give us an idea of what they want you to do, what you'll be doing?
7: I'll be working for the Department of Treasury and IRS as a contact service representative.
5: Wow, that's good. That's <laughs> this is, um, this is six,
4: seven, nine, seven, thirty to 6 in the um, nine in the right. morning. Yeah, Right.
1: Correct.
8: So,
4: yes. I'm so, sorry so you won't not be around sorry. to listen to my show. I'll make sure I always pay no. my taxes. I, I don't no. want to have no. to get a call from you. I it. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay.
3: Uh, well, that's okay.
2: <laughs> you know, that's how Jenny got started with the IRS, right, Jenny? Do you remember?
3: Yeah, pretty much. I just filled out the application and they were hiring and
2: happened to be in the right
3: were place. They started out looking for seasonal positions and then the opportunity came up for a full-time
5: position, and I applied for it. We have a hand raised from Gail out in Minnesota. Yeah, go ahead, Gail. Go ahead, Gail.
2: Is she unmuted? She still must be muted.
5: Hold on. You want
8: to it, There go she ahead, Gail. is. Congratulations. I hope everything oh. goes well.
7: Thank you, Gail. I appreciate it. I hope it goes well, too. Plus, I'm getting a new dog next Wednesday. I'm getting a new dog next Wednesday.
2: And we're going to talk about that in just a moment, too. Okay. And we're going to talk about the, the way you're getting the new dog, I think, is not unique, but it is kind of unique. And we're going to talk about that, too, in just a moment. But go ahead, Gail.
8: Just, just that. Just congratulations. And I hope everything goes well with the new dog. And you know, that you two work, you know, that that you're a good team, and you don't have the dog, the the type of dog that runs after cars, and
7: everything else. Thank you. Is it it, uh, a dog guide? Yeah, it'll be a guide dog. Then
8: some, I've heard some people say that some of these, and some people have said they've, they've sent the dog back because they can't get them to, you know, chasing
7: cars and chasing people, and doing unusual things so they, those they, dogs shouldn't have been put out in my opinion but I agree I'm a total <laughs> I've heard that before
3: yeah. well, <laughs> they, well, they, unfortunately they're still dogs yeah. even though they're yeah. trained that doesn't they always are. mean that you can train everything out of them You're but no there are opinion. some very good ones
8: I've seen a lot of very good ones that really know what they're doing
2: need to be very well trained, thank you Gail Thanks. Um, Let's say hello to a couple people. Jeff, let's start bringing in a couple people. And then I'm going to ask uh, Shelly another question, too. And we're going to talk about some new apps and some new things that uh, some changes. If you have an iPhone, Um, let's see. What about Julie McCullough? Jeff, you want to bring Julie in?
5: I'm getting through it right now. Go ahead, Julie. Good morning,
9: Hi. everybody. Can you hear me? Yes, we, can we hear can. you. Go ahead.
7: Hi, oh. Julie.
9: All right. And congratulations, Shelly, on your job. That is just wonderful.
7: Thank you so much. I appreciate you it. it.
9: You got it, and I'm sure you'll do well. And, um, well, what I got up, it was about 68 degrees here, and I think it's supposed to get up to the low 80s. Um, it was terribly humid yesterday. I don't know if it ever really did end up raining. If it did, it was in the night. Um, so, and the humidity was very high this morning, so, um.
2: (laughs) Not so good. It's kind of like it is here, (laughs) but, um, are you doing anything exciting going on with you, Julie?
9: Uh, well, we're getting ready to go to Iowa and, um. So, we're gonna be in Iowa long a lot longer than we can afford to be. In fact, I can't even really afford to go. But my sister is gonna help me with that, and I was she called Sunday, and I was supposed to get back to her. But yesterday, my day didn't turn out the way I had planned, so I wasn't really home to to get to get too concerned about it. So I'm sending her an email today, hoping she'll get it in time to do something. <laughs>
5: What is in Iowa, Julie? That, that 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 would cause you to have an extended stay there.
9: Well, um, we're going for the uh, I think it's Susquehanna Centennial, 150th anniversary of one of the churches that I had served, and um, then um, we found out that the charge conference in my home district, which um, if you're not currently serving a church, you're supposed to be connected with a charge conference. And so I, um, the man who is the new district superintendent was my pres- predecessor up in northwest Iowa, where I got connected with my roommate, Virginia, and, um, and he was her former pastor, and um, he lost his wife in May, and... I would say being a district superintendent would be a very tough job without some support from home. Um, so uh, she'd like to see him, and, and it is a charge conference, and we've never been back home for one. So we're going, and Virginia thought it would be better rather than to have to drive back and forth more than once just to stay in Iowa for the week. Um, So, okay, we're going to do that. I'm sure we'll keep busy, um, but it's just – and it was kind of a bad time to be gone because the state convention here is the Friday and Saturday before our charge conference in Iowa.
2: Oh, my. Ah. So So I'm
9: I'm having to duck out on that, Um, and I really kind of wanted to go, especially Friday – because um, they're going to try to take some blind and visually impaired public school kids to tour Brown versus Board of Education, uh, their historical site. And we're going to get to use that, pla- that place to meet for Friday. And um, we were there for a little while with the, pe- with the people who are making the arrangements. Um, oh, well, you might know who they are, Michael and Ann Byington. Um and uh, so, anyway, uh, we were there, and Michael had showed us around a little, and we certainly were looking forward to seeing it. But um, but we're going to be in Iowa, so and and it's important to go. I mean, Virginia thought it was important for me to go back for Embry's celebration, but we've made it to Embry every year since we've been down here um, for some reason, and and um, and my sister has the same kind of cancer that my mother did but she was a lot younger when she got it and we don't know quite how things are going to go with her but she's not able to come down here to visit us so. and she did offer for us to stay with her although I think she was thinking it was just one night and it will make her crazy to have us there any longer I think she might let us stay two nights but but it's important to see her while we can, and if, since she offered and an is, is in a position for us to stay with her, it's important to do that.
5: Very, very good, Julie. Very Thank good. you. Very. Good. We have one more hand raised. Bill from Joe and Ellen. From I'm sorry. From Joe and
1: and Jerry and
2: Jerry. And
5: Jerry. And Jerry. Let me let me get to Joe. What do you want to do first?
1: It doesn't matter.
2: But
5: let me do this.
2: Eighty-four.
5: Hi, Joe. Oh, hi. This is Joe. Fifty-three
0: degrees, up to eighty-four. I have a question. We have iOS thirteen hundred on our iPhone, but it it
3: it doesn't play the radio stations like what was demonstrated yet. So apparently, there's some other things we got to do.
2: <laughs> okay, we'll explain that to you. But you need to update and it just came out yesterday to 13.1 13.1 and it will start working again magically. So just go into your settings on your iPhone and go under general and then go under um what is it um
7: software update. Software, software updates, update. Yeah. yeah.
2: And bingo, there you go. You can and it only takes a few well it, it might take you 10, 15, 20 minutes, but then you will be able to listen to the radio stations. And maybe, so they should work for you once you do that, Joe.
9: Oh, oh,
5: oh, sure. Okay, thank you, Joe. That'll work. We want, to get, we want to get to Jerry here?
2: Yep, Jerry in okay. Indiana, Pennsylvania.
5: Okay. Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry
2: okay and good morning to everybody it's about uh, uh 66 degrees here they say uh, uh, we're having coffee we're gonna have waffles and of course goes without saying congratulations to shelley we heard the
6: great news um before but uh, now it's been unveiled to the world and uh everything like that and we know
2: you'll do great with the job Shelly and Julie, uh, Judy and I will be, uh, along with a lot of others, we'll be keeping your sister in prayer, you know, for her
7: cancer. That hey, Jerry. Hey, Jerry, thank you.
5: Hey, Jerry, okay. instead, of making, instead of making Judy cook those waffles and stuff, you should uh, take, travel to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and go to the, Ma- uh, the Melrose Diner on Passyunk and Snyder.
3: Oh, yeah, it's about go. a little over 300 miles away, but we might be able to do it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, around with, but when I was in Philadelphia, I actually went to that place because I heard the commercial so much, I insisted. Yeah,
3: everybody who knows goes to Melrose.
5: Well, when I, I heard that commercial, I said, we've got to go to Melrose, and and, and uh, my girlfriend and I, when I was when I was going out with her back in the 70s, <laughs> we actually took a trip to Philadelphia you know, and saw all the, the independence, independence Hall and the Liberty Bell and all that stuff, and we actually drove to the Melrose Diner, and they did have very good food. So thank you, Jerry.
2: And okay. by the way, why are my waffles always coming out hard the last few days? They, they're hard as can be. I'm like real crunchy. Your
7: toaster setting's up too high, Bill. Well,
2: well you're uh, cooking them too long. Yep. I thought I backed it down and backed it down. And,
7: uh, maybe you're going maybe the other way. Maybe you're the wrong way. Could yeah. be,
2: could be, <laughs> good. Anything,
7: Jenny. See how he he's lost without you, girl. <laughs> oh, I know.
5: <laughs> I wouldn't uh, worry about. It. I like the. I like everything burnt in my toaster. I well, burn English muffins. I the smoke detectors sometimes go off in my place. I, well, I, I
2: think well. the only way I know how to cook is burn. What did I burn the <laughs> other day? I I got a meatloaf here at Publix, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll fix this with the baked potato. Well, the meatloaf got real crunchy on the top, and I mean, it was crunchy. But I ate it anyway. I prevailed. it was
7: already cooked, Bill. You didn't have to cook it much more. You just and heat it up. Yeah, just
1: that. Some of that it. stuff is meant to be covered. You kind of got to look at it and see. Yeah. Oh, I should have pulled out my phone and. Well, now, how
3: the- many men actually read directions on anything. So what you're saying, Bill,
4: is the smoke alarm is your timer.
3: That's just about
4: it. Uh, that's,
2: that's just about it. That's one of the things I need to investigate here is to go back and listen to last week's show and get one of those smoke alarms that talks. And so I don't have these issues here. Um, well, it
3: won't have to talk to you. You'll know.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I definitely know. There's no doubt about it this is the third or fourth thing i thought i was a pretty good cook until i got here and (laughs) i've been but i did cook um before we get to shelly and just i'm gonna i've got some questions about our guide dog and then we're going to talk about some new software um but i thought i was doing better i did cook a good roast though last night that was good um
5: and Bill Adjust has his hand raised, you want to get to him yeah, just quickly? Yeah, or- go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Well, it was here. Go ahead, Bill.
10: Okay. It's about 58, 59 degrees. You're supposed to get close to 80 today. Uh, Bill, you got to remember... You got you gotta read directions. Oh. As Jenny said, you gotta read directions on some of that stuff. You know, you can't just throw it in and congratulations to Shelly about her new job. Uh, why is you not wait you're not starting till November fifteenth? Is it a position you gotta open up or is it just or you gotta do a when, training
7: That's
10: when they're the, doing the training class training class. Oh, you're so doing okay,
5: it's you the hate
7: training, hate training hate class starts Okay. And will the job
5: to, get... I was going to ask you: Will the job be in your in in Pennsylvania? Or do you have to move somewhere else for this job?
7: Oh right. no, right here in Pittsburgh.
5: Okay. Oh, right
2: where she have, wanted to, to be travel. so see. Right, you don't have to travel. It works okay. out, and and they have training classes. It's like when I worked at Social Security for retired. You know, you have designated times of the year that they have training classes. Right. And so they want her to be ready for filing season. So
7: exactly. You know,
2: that's why, mm-hmm. that's why they do that. Yeah, so
10: well, you, on your smoke detector, Bill, it's okay, but I can't burn my stuff because my smoke detector are connected to the fire department. So if oh. mine goes off, I got the fire trucks in front of my house in about two minutes. Oh, I, <laughs> so I
1: don't you know, think I
3: don't I uh, want my smoke detector connected to the fire department. If, if, if
2: I did that, bad. the boys would be here for lunch every day, <laughs>
3: dinner.
2: I'd <laughs> 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 be permanent. Permanent guest. Uh
10: uh-huh. hey, where, where's Dave and Chris this morning?
2: They're they're not right here. They're here. here. Oh, I didn't, hear, I didn't here.
10: hear them on there. I, I didn't hear them when you made the rounds.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, no. we were here.
1: Yep. Oh,
10: okay, I didn't hear they, you make the here. rounds. Okay.
0: Yeah, we're here misbehaving as always, Bill. Uh, yeah. All right. Well,
10: that's
5: that's my middle name. <laughs> 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 we have one more. Says. We have one more hand raised, Bill. Yeah, we've got uh,
2: Pierre. We've got uh, the real two two five. The real two two five.
5: Go ahead, Pierre. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Howdy. We've we've had uh, uh, usually we
10: have around ninety three or ninety four days over ninety degrees so far this year. We've had a hundred and five days over ninety degrees, and no change in sight. They're saying we could, uh, you know, go another two, three weeks above 90.
1: I remember
7: those days.
10: <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to congratulate Shelley on her job.
7: Thank yeah. you, Pierre. I appreciate it. Yeah, but... I'm looking forward to it. Shelley's Even though I miss you guys on the club, which
5: stinks, but. Well, yeah, right. but it's more important to make the money, you know. Yeah, well, it's more important to have the money in your hands.
7: Make the money.
2: Um, the real 225, Pierre, have you got any real good advice for me today besides stay out of the kitchen? <laughs> yes. Yeah, don't burn the house down. <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's well, one of my goals on this trip is to get new insurance for this house. I don't want to test it out.
3: <laughs> no, uh, wait until you got the insurance before you burn it down anyway.
2: Yeah, and I don't exactly want to be in here. I've been uh, boy, this is been a struggle this week too it's probably just as well that i'm here because um i'm one of those non-24-7 people and my prescription got screwed up and it's supposed to be here and i've been well it's my third night without taking any of my what is it called i forgot what they call it it's what is that stuff called um Ambien, Ambien. Or it's a derivative of a generic version of it, or whatever. But, but because uh, I tried that, what do they call that stuff from that Vanta company? That never That's worked. That's
7: the Hatlios. Yeah,
2: yeah Hatlios. That, that never worked. Never, never, never worked. But you know, this is works reasonably. But you know, I don't really maybe this is for the best i suppose they probably should get off anything you have to be dependent upon you know like that every night because they make such a big deal about it at the drugstore and all of that kind of stuff i don't know um but hey we've we've made it um anything else pierre before we go on
5: are you still there pierre no he has been muted
2: okay all right um Shelley, tell me a little bit about this guide dog it's It's not like you're going up to c an i or you're not going to rot you know to leader dog how How are you doing that what's different about the way you're doing your guide dog
7: I've had guide dogs since I was sixteen um And I've been to two of the traditional schools, which is fine, and I have no gripe against them. But I just feel like for what I need now, I'd like to do home training. And Freedom Guide Dogs, which has been in existence for 27 years, is a lot like Fidelco, if you've ever heard of Fidelco. While they only specialize in shepherds, um, Freedom Guide Dogs works with smooth-coated collies, labs generally and what are called barbets, which are water dogs which are similar to poodles so for people with allergy issues they can get those types of dogs and I wasn't expecting to get one as soon as I did I only interviewed with them in August and they're bringing me a cute little smooth coated collie next Wednesday her name is Gypsy I love the name and it'll be nice to be able to work with him for about and because I am a retrain, and we have another lady that's a retrain here, he's going to be doing a dual home training. So he'll probably work with her in the afternoon, me in the morning. However, it works out. And sometimes, if she's amenable to it, we'll work together.
5: Um, how long this will this get, training? How long will this training take, uh, Shelley?
7: It'll be a little less than two weeks, Jeff. Because, as I say, we're both retrains. Um, it may be a little over two weeks if you aren't. If you're a first time person, although I think they like you to have gone to a school first, I don't think I it's was going to
2: ask that question. Yeah,
7: I don't think it is um, a must, but it's, it's prerequisite necessarily. But I think they would prefer it. And this way, you can just work on the, the basics. And I think you still a lot of people have an objection. They'll say, "Oh no, I need to go to school. I need to bond with that dog." Uh, without my family being around, well, because it's just me, you know and and it's and my husband it shouldn't be difficult, I don't think at all. and I have home train I did home training once before with a traditional you know school that you can go to, um, and I had no problem with it. My son was pretty little at the time, and we wanted him to be around the, you know dealing with the process and learning to walk with him and the, the dog together. So that all worked out pretty well. I'm I'm quite looking forward to it.
5: Oh How yeah. Long is it, oh, go ahead. How long has it been since you had a dog? Because I know you don't you don't you don't have one now. How long has it been? Right.
7: Since... It's been over eight years. Wow. So I'm definitely looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, because you'll need it, and that's kind of cool. I I always thought if I would ever go to get a guide dog, I would have to go to the school first to kind of learn the concept, because I think there's some things that probably they can teach you there at least for the first-time user maybe i don't know
7: no i you know i think honestly uh, because fidelco does it too and they don't i don't know that they require that again that you've gone to a school already but i think you can learn anything at home that you could learn at the traditional school it's just going to be more regimented at a, a school you know, there's gonna be definite travel times where here we can do night trips whenever we like because he's going to be here. Um, they I don't know what hotel, if they have any business with certain hotels, but they, they usually develop relationships with the where the cities they go. They have they foster a relationship with the hotel. And of course all of it costs money. Um, <laughs> as do the regular schools. Uh, Freedoms a 501c3. We're actually having a raffle right now for freedom. Top prize is $200. And there are other, um, you know, other raffle items. Afghans, a portrait of your dog if you want one. Um, You can get a a paint. We have a painter from Florida who will do a portrait of the dog. There's some beautiful um, jewelry, American Native jewelry. That was um, made by someone who is near and dear to uh, my braille teacher and I, who also has a dog from Freedom, who's passed away. So a lot of nice gifts for that. If you let me know privately somehow, if you want to uh, get information on that, but they they require all the you know they need to train the dogs, breed the dogs, um, give any stipends to puppy raisers. So you know the same the same issues as a, a regular school, and still in the five hundred one c three venue.
2: Is there a um, is there a website or any way that anybody could go get information about the school?
7: Oh, you would catch me. I think it's freedomguidedogs.org. dot
5: org. Well, that's but what... just Google it if you guys want to find out yeah. more about the school. She so just give it. Uh, just Google it. Gail, you have your hand raised. So let me get to you.
8: Yes, uh, I had a question about uh, what kind of dogs are they, you know, do they have or do they use?
7: Thanks, Gal. It's primarily um, yellow and black Labradors, the smooth coated Collies, and uh, the Barbays that I I've I mentioned heard, though,
3: that
8: a lot of dog guide
7: schools have eliminated the German Shepherds because of
8: personality. It's, it's. It's. I don't it's think it's just. I don't talk.
7: think it's just personality, Gail. I think it's. Um, they. They're trying to breed out with shepherds. There's a lot of hip dysplasia, and there. Sometimes it has to do with temperament. But if the, the school is doing their own breeding, generally, they're going to try to breed those kind of things out. But s- some schools are still dealing with shepherds.
5: I can tell you, oh. shepherds are not the pleasant dogs. I almost got attacked by a a, a friend of mine's guide dog was a shepherd because uh, I didn't do anything to the dog, but the dog was very protective of of its owner, and and the dog grabbed my arm. So I mean, I wasn't happy about that.
8: No, that would be very. <laughs> Thank you.
2: But like I said, I don't think it's all shepherds are bad. It's like all pit bulls are bad, or all other dogs are bad. Yeah, it just depends upon. The dog and background. Well, talk
5: about bulls, Bill. The Delta Airlines is not going to allow. They do allow emotional support dogs, but they will not allow pitbull pitbull terriers on flights because they say those dogs are too violent and and too disruptive, and uh, they they're not taking any chances. Uh, so they they've decided they're not allowing bulls on planes for uh, some I'm just
7: going to Jeff. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, though. I just want to say something briefly about that. I don't necessarily have an objection if a dog is well-trained being an emo- an emotional support dog. What I do have an objection to is when the dogs are ill-behaved and it compromises the rights of guide dog users. Because we worked many, many years, I mean, since Mars Frank, to, to get the access that we have. And even some guide dog users, and I'm not ashamed to say it, even some guide dog users have... Um compromise our privileges and our, it's not a it's not a privilege it's a right a, a any business owner can ask a dog to leave if it's ill-behaved they can ask you to remove the dog and that's guide dog or whatever
5: i had a i work for the state shell. i could tell you a story about a lady who had a guide dog in my office who was visually who was totally blind and uh, well she had maybe had a little bit of sight but this dog was totally unmanageable because she didn't train the dog I remember having lunch at my desk, and I left I left two slices of pizza on my desk. Maybe I shouldn't have done that, but hey, I wanted to grab a soda from the soda machine because uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, and I came back and yeah. the dog was eating my pizza. The dog <laughs> would go to the would go to the potty on the floor and then my desk and stuff like that, and it was running around the office. She put the dog on a on a twenty five foot lead so it could run around the office. I mean, that's no. just uncalled for.
7: Yeah. See, you know, the dog is only as good as a handler, as far as I'm concerned. You'll hear these uh, ill behaved dog stories, and everybody will say, Oh, that dog should have never gone out. Maybe that dog should have never gone out with that individual. Because, again, it is a privilege to own a guide dog. It's not a right. Schools are pretty disseminating, or they try to be. But I don't know now because not a lot of people use guide dogs. I mean, let's be frank. You know, a lot of people don't care for the responsibility. They do just as well with their cane. They're not interested. And that's fine. I've here's got the, no other, problem here's that. the other problem, I've Shelley. used a cane for eight years myself. So, here's, here's I mean, the other the I have problem. no problem with that. But if you're going to take that kind of responsibility, let's take it seriously.
5: Well, here's the other problem. Everyone says they have an emo- emotional support dog, and I think that gets abused, too. I. I, I, you know, I'm sorry, but I think that there should be some training and there should be some uh, standardization here because. Well, that's
7: my point. That's my point, Jeff, because of the because of the lack of training. Sometimes um, they can compromise the rights that we've worked very hard to get. You know,
5: a lot of us. I was at a restaurant in New York City, Shelley, and some guy had a snake around. his. Some lady had a snake with her and she said, well, that's my emotional support animal. Yeah. I'm saying, don't, I don't you want guys to remember
7: the Jeff? Don't you remember the pot-bellied pig on the airline?
5: I do remember that. Yeah, I think guys, Chris really- there was a
7: pot-bellied pig, probably oh. about four or five years ago. I think it was United. That um, and the lady told them, "Oh no, this pig's only like sixty pounds." It ended up being three hundred. Oh. And I mean, it went crazy once the plane took off, and they were serving you know, it, it compromise the car. I don't know if it defecated, but see, that's the kind of thing. That's ridiculous. Why are you going to lie? And why are you going to compromise the, the health and safety of those other passengers by doing something like that? That's irresponsible to me.
2: Very, very true.
5: And when they, when yeah. you have that happen on a plane like that, it gives the guide dog a bad name, even though the guide dog has nothing to do with it.
2: All right. Um, Chris, did you want to say something? Chris and-
1: I thought uh, you were, you know. no. Um, I can tell you, I had one dog from Leader Dogs. I've only had one, and she was excellent. So, see, there is there are good dogs. Yeah, at it,
7: exactly, exactly, Chris. And I've had five other dogs that were fine.
1: A know, roll no rolled in front of her nose at a meeting, and she laid there for thirty minutes and never even flinched with that roll two inches away from her nose i didn't even know about it till after the meeting
5: well again it's oh, all about kind of training chris right i mean you, you you and if you don't keep on the, up with the training with the dog then it's going to lose it it's going to forget what it's what it's been taught so that's what you got you got to keep up with it
1: they used to tell us that you know dogs are pack animals and we're a pack of two and somebody's going to lead and somebody's going to follow and you better make sure you lead Exactly. Very true. Hey, guys, it's
2: we're It's not going.
7: only that. The other thing I'm going to go stress is that, yes, it's totally up to you. And I believe in, I mean, they tell you every day, obedience every day. And people just go home and they, they slack. Well, your dog's going to notice that slack. And you're going to wonder why the dog's not doing this. or that. Or some people go home, they'll only use the dog maybe to go to church. Or the you know to do very few things and then they wonder why is the dog's training breaking down because you're not taking it out you're not exercising that dog you're not getting out yourself and that you know that that takes a, a an opportunity away from somebody else and those dogs aren't cheap to train it's between fifty and sixty thousand dollars now to raise a, a guide dog from from puppyhood and and being bred and whelped to actually
2: going out with a blind handler cost a lot of money we're going to take a quick break guys to pay some bill yeah pay some bills mm-hmm. right sounds like it doesn't it and we'll be right back and then we're going to talk a little bit about and shelly you'll be involved with this too some the new ios update and some different things you can do Well, we're break free for the rest of the hour. Um, Anybody installed the new iOS thirteen? I guess it is now, and now it's thirteen point one. Anybody on the panel installed that on there?
7: I have.
5: I have two. I think Chris and Dave have done that as well. I Uh, haven't yet.
2: I and Jennifer, yes, and Mike, you have. um, Yeah, we've updated. jennifer you have not have you oh she must not be there but anyway um i did the 13.1 yesterday and it wasn't any real problem one of the features that mike you were worried about, the radio stations have come back you can use your phone to listen to
6: Thousands of different radio stations. Is that working for you now, Mike? Actually, it's not working for me. So, it says something about you need to have their podcast app installed. I I don't know if that's a requirement or what I need to do, especially to make it work. But it still says these services are not supported yet. Or have you done thirteen point one? Yes, I
5: did. Okay, it and yet I have I have twelve point four, whatever the latest one is. And if I put my phone up here and I say, "Play ten ten wins."
8: Here's ten. Ten wins,
5: and it'll play it.
7: Today we decide
2: to watch the Okay, Shelly, did you install anything special on your phone? Or? I just
7: did thirteen. I just did thirteen point one, and I didn't have any problems.
2: And have you um, have you tried the radio station feature yet? Yes, and that worked for you.
7: Once yeah,
0: I we, had thirteen point one, yes. Yeah, we have here too, and and it's working.
2: That's strange. Uh, th- that's kind of strange that Michael would have that problem.
7: Well, maybe maybe Apple Care could help him out. I mean, not Apple Care, but accessibility.
6: Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I may just Google it and see if there's certain things that have to be done. Maybe I got something a setting turned off or something. As you
2: needs. must have, Michael, because you like to turn off a yeah. lot of stuff.
1: Maybe uh, Jenny uh, had something she wanted oh, to say. Oh, great, Jenny.
3: Oh, I was just saying that I uh I haven't updated yet because I found out that the new one was coming out just a few days after Thirteen came out, so I just waited and.
2: But. Yeah, all of a sudden, mine just came back working yesterday once I installed um, thir- 13.1.
1: well, like magic. You yeah. can't see 13.1 until you install 13. We did find that out. Oh, so
2: you have to install 13 first? And well, the-
1: it does them both at the same time, but if you look for 13.1 and you haven't done 13, you'll only see 13. So, oh. Jenny, you should be good if you want to update
3: well i'll go ahead and do it then i just thought that they're having because they always complain about all the bugs and then i knew they would to do 13.1 a few days later so i just but it, it i wait. usually never do it on the day
5: that it comes out i always wait a few, i always wait a few days as well so and i happen to be at the apple store with my uh with my stepdaughter on on sunday and man was that a zoo because the iPhone 11 was out. You know, and people and the lines were out the door. I said we'll, we'll have to forget about coming here. We'll go some go 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 on later on because it was just like there was a waiting list for about an hour or more to get in there.
2: And I don't know anybody yet that's bought a new iPhone 11. And I don't unless you were just coming to it. Why would you go from a ten or? An eight up to an eleven, unless maybe you had a specific need for a maybe a better camera. Because
5: well, Jonathan Mosen talked about it on Twitter. He said that he that he did buy the uh, the iPhone eleven. I'm not, I'm sure he it did. I don't remember what he said. Which one? Which phone it was. But he was remarking that it felt weird having three cameras on the phone. That that's what he said in his tweet.
2: The you know maybe if you were an Ira user and maybe they can take advantage of that. I don't know. Um, what phone are you using Shelly do you have an iPhone
7: me I, I just have a regular SE I mean I I'm, I'm behind the times I'm actually looking to upgrade soon well, because in 2020 you know, they're not going to support the SE anymore yeah. but I'm thinking of even if I can find a good older phone I'll just get a 7
5: you know, uh, even though they're not real, I think they're still supporting it, but they, you can't buy them anymore from Apple. But I have an iPhone 7, uh, and I have it as a spare right now, but I'm looking at, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it at this point. But I have one.
7: Oh, Jeff, let me know if you're going to sell that sucker. What? How many gigs? Uh,
5: 128.
7: Oh, see, that's exactly what I'm looking for.
1: Shelly, um, I, I mean, you can do what you want. If if it were me, I would get an 8, because soon the 7 won't be supported.
5: That's what I was I was going to say the same oh. thing. Oh, You're better off getting the 8. You really are.
1: I also hear they're going to come out with a smaller one that's like the, I guess it's going to be like the 10, only it's smaller. It's kind of the SE version.
7: See, that's what I love about it, Chris, is the smallness.
1: You know what? The 8, the regular eight's not that much bigger, maybe quarter inch each way.
7: It's, oh, well, it's that not would bad. be
1: horrible! It, yeah. Now, how is
7: it without having that actual home button? It you does have. you, the eight you, eight know, has you do
1: home. have a home button. Eight, it's virtual. Yeah. You can't actually press press it, but it feels like it's pressed. You get a little haptic vibration thing that makes you think it's pressed.
0: It it, uh-huh. it is indented like the regular home button was. Yeah, it's just that when you press it. Instead of it actually pressing, it sort of vibrates in your under your finger, so you can actually tell that you touched.
1: Which is oh, kind of okay. nice because nothing gets in there; nothing gets down in there. Sure, that's
7: true. Oh, thank you, you guys. All right, so maybe I should just go get the eight. I haven't. An oh, well, and I still like the
3: fingerprint feature that you have on the eight. I wish they would. Yeah, have taken I like that the fingerprint. The
5: yeah, that's I, I have an iPhone eight because I I got one because Spectrum screw things up and when they assigned me my phone number they put it in the wrong guy's name, and I had no choice. I had to get the eight because they couldn't fix it. and They said I'd have to be I'd have to wait till the system clears in a month. I said that's not acceptable, and they gave yeah. me the iPhone eight for free. So and uh, they weren't they weren't happy with me because I insisted. Bill has
0: his hand raised.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Bill.
10: Hold on a second. Go ahead, Bill. Okay. Yeah, I've got, I just purchased the 8 about three weeks ago, and, you know, they got the 8S, which is just a tiny bit bigger. But I looked at the 11 at the store I was at, and to me, I mean, it's just, it, I don't why anybody even want to buy an 11 unless you're really taking pictures. And you're really some photographer fanatic because of three cameras. One is for wide angle, one is for close-up, and one is for regular. Now, I understand why well, you need three cameras to do that, but, hey, yeah, but uh, But the 8 But the eight. I would get the 8 The 8S eight is probably Oh maybe Not quite a half inch Bigger than the 8 And the 8 works the same Except just the 8S the screen is bigger Unless you want a bigger screen But the 8S is smaller Because I traded in a 6 For mine And the 6 was much bigger than the 8 The 8 is smaller than the 6 I
5: have even. the 8 Bill and what was great about that is when I switched from the seven to the eight, I didn't have to buy a new case. Uh, the eight fit right in, in the case I had, so it worked out. Worked
10: right, out. that's that's the one nice thing about it. Yeah, you, know, you don't. In fact, my case is a little bigger than my uh, eight. The, the case I have is just a it's a fraction shorter. So I mean, it's, it's but I would go with the eight because that's that's all you really need. And if you go to the Apple Store, some of the stores they. They've got some real good deals right now, because um, when I got mine, of course, the phone's not cheap. It's around, I think it was about $400, but they gave me a $100 credit on my old phone.
2: So it worked out for you, and that's, that's good. I went to a 10, but again, that has no home button. you that really, yeah, well, it does. Yeah, if
10: Shelly wants the home button, it does have the home button on it, and it it works perfect. I mean, you know have
2: to. But it worry looks about like anything. maybe next year's model will have a combination, maybe fingerprint and, um, you know, where you visually look at the screen to to unlock it. So, well,
10: you like know, the 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 visual look at. Uh, I've heard some people that even use it are or, or sighted, and they have trouble with that because if you're in a certain area or you're in a certain dark area and you want to make a phone that call in the dark, it won't recognize you. you yeah, have have I don't want to deal with light. that whole face yeah,
7: you recognition. You have to have a certain amount
10: of light for those phones to work because they won't work. if you're, You say you're in, a, in an area where all the lights went out and there's no lights at all and you got to get an emergency. You might to get that phone to activate. Yeah,
5: you know, what about if you like me and you know, um, you get up in the middle of the night and you wanna you wanna answer the phone and because you I have a, I keep my bedroom dark at night and I have to use the face recognition. It may not always work properly.
10: Right, right, right. Because if it can't see you, it can't see either, so it can't do but, it.
5: I mean, it, no, it doesn't. It, it did say but
3: you that can that, answer your phone without unlocking it because it's ringing.
5: Yeah, right. You can just use the, the right. gesture to do that. But it, right, did, say, right. though, it did say, though, uh, from a, I, I listened to the Apple presentation a few weeks ago. It did say that the Apple iPhone 11 and the 11 Pro did have improved facial recognition. That's what. That's the only thing they said. Correct.
6: Right. I did fix the radio. You have to have the music app installed. I ah, that I did, so. there you go. And I guess you may also have to have the podcast app because I heard it before say it needed that, so
5: well, I just played the radio okay. station i and I had no problem. so uh
6: well, it said you but you probably didn't remove the music app.
5: Oh, I have the Apple music app, that's right. I do have the Apple music app on but my phone. That's so. required to can, play
6: radio, apparently
5: yeah, yeah. Can,
10: so. I, can I ask Mike a question real quick talking about these phones. do you ever have any trouble uh, that I've had people to complain to me about with the fingerprint recognition even? That if, say, for some reason, you happen to cut that finger that you use your fingerprint recognition on. It won't recognize you until it heals up.
6: Uh, yeah. I've never had that. Now, sometimes my finger will be a little bit wet. It won't like it doesn't like that. So you got to make sure your fingers are dry. And you know,
4: you're, know what you,
5: you do, not, you're not than, fried or, chicken. And you can use more than one finger for that <laughs> fingerprint. I have two. Fi- I have two fingers on my phone that recognize one or the other.
10: Oh, okay. Because you know, I know people said they've had that problem where, or say you're out eating somewhere and your your phone rings and you've eaten fried chicken. Well, if your fingers got
5: grease on it, it won't recognize it. either. But you don't need yeah. the finger. You don't need the fingerprint to, to to answer the phone. You you double tap. No, I mean to unlock app. your phone. What I mean to unlock. Oh yeah. It, you know, you know, unlock it.
1: We've right? had that happen as far as the fingerprint, and what I've gone and done is made more than one and labeled them left index finger. Right index. So if one goes bad, you know which one it is and you know which one to redo.
5: Right.
1: Well, Well, I think one of the
2: things that's the most important is make sure you get at least a, what is it, seven plus, seven plus, or because really what is important on these phones and what would be the deal breaker for me is a phone that has the NFC support on it because. There's so many things you can do with that aspect of the phone, where you can tap your phone and get yeah, something. Yeah, you'll,
5: you'll have it. that in the seven, and you'll have that in the iPhone eight.
2: Right. So that's that's the big thing is NFC because in a few weeks we're going to be talking about something called Way around that little things that, <coughs> excuse me you can label label things and label things in your home and and um, so it's important to have that on your phone. And that really involves no real technology to use that. It's uh, very, very simple to use. Let's see, anybody else have anything on phones or apps? Jennifer, you can try this out for us, this new availability with Amazon Alexa for people who have shows, and I'm not sure if it'll work on the other one.
3: Um, And it'll work on the second generation spot, supposedly. But you can use the camera on your device and take a bottle or something, like a a grocery item, a bottle or something, and ask it, uh, what is this bottle? And she'll direct you so that she can get a good view of it in the camera, And and hopefully she'll tell you what it is. So it's just, For grocery items right now, they just—I just saw something about that, but it was coming out yesterday. Yes.
0: We want to try it on our spot? I, I'm not sure what generation it is, but
3: yeah, I'm not try exactly anyway. sure where the camera would be on there.
2: I'm sure it'll direct you and point you in the right direction. Yeah, but that—that that, but it's just one more tool, tool you can use. Yep, just another tool, because they're integrating, you know, um, Siri, Lady A, all of the Google Assistant, everything is, you know, they're integrating this in all your devices now. This this device thing, if you don't have some kind of a device, you're almost left behind. Um,
4: I was going to say, seeing AI has made... A fair amount of improvement as far as working with the camera for short text when you're closer to whatever you're reading. Um, it used to have a lot of trouble with that when you were real close.
5: Yeah, it is working, and, a it's, lot and it seems that they've done a lot better in recognition, Tim. Because I had a problem with my computer. It was remember on Monday I told you my power failed to Bill, and it kept going on and off, going on and off. And uh, when I when the computer came up, I didn't know it was what was on the screen. It said, "Your yeah, your computer hasn't start, hasn't started properly. And we have to do a repair." And and it highlighted that area, and I just hit the enter key, and it worked. So uh, that was uh, that got me out of a lot of trouble. And I used seeing AI to let me know that I would have never known that without seeing AI.
2: Right. Damn um, that. There's a good thing. Or you could have pulled out your phone and called Ira and said, "Hey, would I do this on the screen?" Right. And. So, but you've got options, and that's I think that's the key. Um, we're just about to reach the top of the hour, if we haven't already.
5: And we actually have it two minutes after ten. Two minutes
2: after the. So, anybody want or anything that they need to wrap up or say before we go on to Chris and Dave's award-winning demo? Well,
0: we just want to. Chris and Dave here. We just want to congratulate shelly
1: and her employment we were working when you were talking about it and we didn't get a chance to say anything
7: oh thank you
3: and i just i just want to say i think it's cool that they're going to work with you at home i wish more schools would do training like that because that's really where it's fine that you go to school and you have their regimented thing but but you're trying to use this new dog and learn how to work with them and you have no idea where you're going and at least in your own home environment you have a clue maybe the dog doesn't but you do
7: I think that's a great advantage of it too and as I say, I've done home training before so I'm really looking forward to it thanks Jenny
2: and then you can they can train you in your neighborhood they might be able to spot some things and maybe you know about them or don't and
6: well they can also talk to family members or if you have children and educate them
2: Right, and get they get the dog. You know, I mean, if you've got a pile of cats or something, you could get the dog used to, you know, what goes on and and that kind of stuff. So, it's 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 it's, it's a cool thing. Um, hey, Jenny, real quick, you made a purchase right after I left. You got a new kind of toothbrush do you want to say just a minute or two about that you know
3: well chris and dave got a the water pick toothbrush and i i started shopping around for one because i sent the charger to ours with with bill and i got um target had the a one and it has a uh, the brush spins but it's it's all in one thing and you have a separate little thing for the for the pick so it's a it's a water pick and i really like it and it it makes your teeth feel like you've been to the dentist and polished them cuz that brush spins so fast so i've been pretty impressed with it and the water pick is a lot easier to use than the older ones to fill it up and everything
2: now, is and your was, model? Comparable? And I got
3: it on sale. It was ninety nine dollars, and, and I got it from Target.
0: So, yeah, we like the one we have, and it works well.
2: Yeah, but didn't yours cost considerably more?
1: We got it when they first came out, and we got it from Waterpick.
2: Yeah, and I think you paid almost twice the price,
1: or close to it. But yours is a Sonic one, right? No, ours is Waterpick.
3: Oh, I mean the brush, though. Does it vibrate or spin?
1: It vibrates. It vibrates.
0: Yeah. Cause I know but it they does add. both at the same time. You can, you can water pick and you can brush at the same time.
3: Oh, well, this one you can't do both at the same time. It's not all in one brush. But I kind of like that because I thought it would be easier to replace the... Uh, brushes for the toothbrush then, but it comes with a little case for you to keep your extra brushes and picks
1: in uh huh yeah ours did too and it doesn't have a separate pick it's there with the brush
0: yeah all you do it's is just in. pop the brush off pop on a new one and that's it It's works good
2: you know that, that's good we've, we've taught you how to train your dog this first hour taught you about your iPhone what else did we talk about um jobs we've we've been all over the place um this hour but it's really important and uh, you know like i said we are very very proud of shelly because anytime we can get a job um it's it's just so cool and it makes us all feel better collectively Well, I guess it's time we'll take a little bit of a break, and then Chris and Dave, you're going to do a demo, aren't you?
1: This is the KitchenAid Fresh Prep Stand Mixer Attachment, and it's not that expensive and very easy to use and very easy to clean up.
2: Well, let me ask one dumb question before I get started, because... I've been on a real cooking slump lately. Do you have to take out your stand to use the attachment?
1: Well, yeah, it hooks onto
2: the stand mixer. hooks onto the hub. Okay, so you do have to...
1: Well, we have ours set up in a place where we can just go to it and pull the cover off and flip the hub lid up and do it that way so we don't actually have to get it out.
0: Yeah, and it's designed for people that have stand mixers, KitchenAid
2: mixers. I, I bought uh, Jackie Miller one a couple of weeks ago because she had to have a mixer with, what was it? A dough hook. I never had a hand mixer, though. Hand mixer with a dough hook. And I had a heck of a time finding one, but I found one. And it's got a dough hook on it for whatever it is. And yeah,
0: a lot of the hand mixers now come with the dough. hook.
1: It's for meatloaf or bread or heavy cookie dough. Oh,
2: well, that's what she got. And then she wanted a another high-tech product called a rolling pin. Is that <laughs> right? So we got those two high-tech things for her. So now she can bake some cookies for Jennifer or whatever.
0: Well, hello once again, everyone. It's time for another exciting demo. And today we are going to talk about a little gizmo. It is an attachment for the KitchenAid stand mixer. And it is a... Fresh prep. Fresh prep attachment for the KitchenAid mixer and it is a it, it comes with uh, three shredder barrels, they call them barrels because they're kind of round
1: they're sort of barrel shaped without they're open at one end, but yeah. other than that they're barrel shaped
0: like a barrel <laughs> and it, well as I said you got the three um, shredder blades and a slicer blade which means you can make coleslaw and all kinds of things like that it's actually a, a baby model of the food processor if you want to do something real quick you can attach this to your stand mixer um, and those of you that have stand mixers know um, that attaches to the hub of your mixer and I will let Chris give you some information about this product
1: this is a Kitchen ed- KitchenAid Fresh Prep Stand Mixer Attachment with extra blade I'm not sure which blade is extra I think it might be one of the shredding blades but I'm not sure because it really didn't tell me that. We purchased this from QVC the other day when it was on sale, and it actually still is on sale. Its price at QVC is um, $39.98. It regularly sells on QVC for $55. Its item number is K46136. If you want to order from QVC and you already have an account, you can call 1-800-345-1212 with your item number in hand. Or if you want to talk to a real person, you can call 1-800-345-1515. Now, you can also buy this same thing at KitchenAid. Its model is K as in kilo, S is in Sierra. M as in um, Mama, V as in Victory, S as in Sierra, A as in Alpha. KitchenAid's number, if you want to talk to them about it, <clears throat> is 1 eight hundred five four one six three nine zero. 541 6390. That's 1 800 541 6390. KitchenAid currently has it available for $39.99. Amazon has it right now for thirty-five I mean thirty-nine dollars and ninety-five cents. That's thirty-nine dollars and ninety-five cents. You know how Amazon is. The price is very subject to change upon the hour. So whatever you you know, you'll just have to go look and see what it is. And that's the information I have on the product.
0: Okay, now it's <laughs> We got clocks.
1: I was and turning the announcement off. It's going to go off. I forgot to do that before we started.
0: Um, the... Unit is in a box. It's a lot. The box is a lot bigger than what the unit is. <laughs> We're not even going to try to measure the unit atta- or attachment itself because it, it's an odd shape. It's, it's kind of odd shaped. Um,
1: but the, the the box is a good storage box. You might want to keep it because it keeps all your parts together. I was going to get rid of it, but then I decided that the parts are probably better off kept in the box. It, it's it's a nice box, so
0: when you take the unit out of the box, you're going to find uh, the attachment unit itself and uh, that goes, that's the piece that attaches to the hub of your stand mixer and it will fit any KitchenAid stand mixer.
1: They've been making them since 1919 and it will fit any of them. Any of their attachments fit any of their stand mixers.
0: So So you've got that piece and then you have uh, three shredder barrels them, call them blades, whatever you want to call them, but we're calling them barrels because that's what they're calling them.
1: And they're about oh, I don't know, I'd say four inches across. So
0: yeah, and they're they're round, about four inches across, and and on the shredder ones, uh, if you feel the outside of them, you'll see a wide opening on one end, and then on the bottom of the unit or the other end of the unit of the barrel there is a little shank that sticks out we have phones going off and
1: he does i turned mine down
0: yeah well i forgot (laughs) that's old age creeping up there folks Anyway, um, on on the sides of these shredder blades, you'll feel like little dimples sticking out, and there's little holes in those. And when you attach, when you when you place these into the attachment that you're going to put onto the mixer, um, you can stick your fingers in the inside of that barrel, and you'll feel um, just small holes on the inside. Um, barrels
1: that tells you how big the product's going to be when it comes out now I read I believe I read three millimeters five millimeters and seven millimeters that didn't mean a whole lot to me but that's what KitchenAid says on their website
0: so in other words each one of those barrels gives you different size shreds when they when it when it uh, when they come out of the barrel and then the other uh barrel is a slicer, and you can use that for slicing potatoes or you know whatever else you might have there squash you know whatever uh, it, maybe even pickles I guess uh, I don't know
1: it about look, that. cucumbers I mean you could slice cucumbers for pickles. it looks to me like that is somewhere between an eighth and a quarter. it might be i don't know I don't know how thick those slices are they' they're not paper thin but they're not real thick either
0: they're good if you want to make a quick batch of fried potatoes which is
1: what we're going to do today
0: so and the way it works is one end of the unit we'll call that the attachment uh, has a shank sticking out of that and on the stand mixer there's a a, a hub where, where you put all of your other attachments on and, and most of those mixers you flip up a little cap and then there's a hole in there and then on the side of the stand mixer where that uh, hub is there's a thumb screw and you want to screw that out um, until you can not if you stick your fingers in the hole of the hub, you don't want to feel the screw sticking out on the inside of that hub.
1: But if you screw it out too much, it will come out. It will out. come That's out. It's no so big deal, but just be aware so you don't drop it and have to hunt for it.
0: So you just want to turn that thumb screw out so far enough that you, you can tell it's there, but it's not sticking out, because what you're going to do is then you're going to take that attachment, and the end of that attachment... Weather interruption on my from my phone, so I did finally turn it down. <laughs> the end of that uh, attachment with the shank on it, you're gonna you're gonna take that up to the hub on your mixer after you've lifted that cap and turned out the thumb screw, and you're gonna you're gonna put the shank that's on the end of that attachment into the hub. You're going to turn it, and as you turn it, uh, you'll feel it go into a slot, and it'll go in just a little bit farther than what it was when you started on it. And then you're going to draw up that thumb screw on the side of your mixer until that's tight. And you want to make sure that that's tight, at least thumb tight, because if, if, uh, if you do what I did one time, and I forgot to turn that thumb screw in and I wound up with we were grinding some ham and wound up getting it all over the floor because the attachment disconnected from the mixer.
1: Those of you who've been listening to the coffee club for a while will remember that it was a part of one of the demos.
0: Yeah it was kind of hilarious we had bowls on the floor and ham on the floor and all kinds of good stuff. So anyway, you draw that up, that thumb screw up tight, and you can sort of take a hold of the attachment now that it's on the hub of your stand mixer and just sort of jiggle it, and it should not move if you at have all. it tight. It should not move at all from side to side or, or if you sort of try to twist it, and that's a good way to make sure that it's good and tight. I mean, I wouldn't force twist it.
1: But we don't need to you know.
0: Yeah, but, we don't want to break something.
1: But, but be sure it's good and tight.
0: Yeah. No accidents allowed. Once you have the attachment onto the mixer, then you select one of those barrels, uh, which we'll be using the slicer barrel. So we're going to select the, uh, we have selected the slicer barrel.
1: We did use a shredder the other day to shred carrots for carrot cake, and it did a nice job.
0: Beautiful job.
1: And most of the carrot cake is gone.
0: Yeah. I think Chris ate it all. Oh,
1: yeah, right. It's sad. I bought some apples for an apple cake, though.
0: (laughs) There you go. anyway what what you do is you take this barrel and you find that shank on the one end of the barrel and you're going to stick that into the wide opening on your attachment. Now there's a wide opening and then there's also a, a when it's on the mixer you'll find that there is a small opening that sticks up and then there's a wide opening that comes right out of the front of that attachment and that's where you're going to put this barrel and what, what you do is you, you take the shank end of that barrel and you're going to put that whole that whole barrel into the hole the, the wide hole opening in on the front of that attachment and if you need to on the left hand side of the Attachment, not the barrel, but the attachment. There's a little lever, and if you press down on that lever, then you, while you, well, you pre- press down on that lever, and as you press down, turn that barrel inside that hole until um, you feel it sort of go into a slot and it, it'll go in flush with the attachment. Let go of the lever and that locks that barrel in there so it can't come out and make a mess all over the floor
1: the barrel is going to have just a little bit of movement but you should not be able to finger pull it out
0: right it's going to keep it locked
1: fairly stable
0: so now you have the barrel installed into the attachment but up on the top of the attachment as I said just a little bit earlier there's a smaller opening and in the box there is we call it a pusher and it actually has it, it's actually uh, two pieces it has uh, it's a round cylinder and then on the inside of that it's got another. Uh, it's got a hole in it, a bigger hole in it and then there is a little um, pusher that goes inside of that that's smaller with a hole in it and the object of that is, is you, depending on what you want to do if you want to slice uh, let's say potatoes, you know, cuz they're pretty good size. So, what you do is you you take that um, pusher with the two pieces already together. You push the small one inside the uh, inside the, uh, the the bigger opening in that opening up up on top of the mixer of the attachment. And you take that out so that you'd have the big hole there. Then you put your potato or whatever it is you want to slice using the bigger opening in there. Then you turn your mixer on and then you take this pusher with the two pieces together. And you you start your mixer and you put your potato in there and then you take this pusher and the pusher has a it's it's round but on one end on one side it has us it has a little oh like a little knot a uh, ridge sticking out of it and you line that with a slot in that opening uh, on the attachment And you put that in there, and you start pushing down on that pusher with your hands, and that uh, pushes the potato down into the barrel, and as it goes into the barrel, it slices it.
1: Because the barrel is going round and round.
0: And you, depending on how fast you want to slice, uh, I would suggest with the stand mixer, you'd probably use like maybe number three or number four.
1: Or even five if it's
0: a really hard fruit. Yeah, if it's hard stuff, you might want to use a higher speed.
1: Um, The round one, the little round one is for a carrot or something like that.
0: So, and then what happens, make sure you've got a bowl in front of it, a pretty good sized bowl, because your stuff comes out of that barrel straight out so you want to make sure that when it comes out of that the potato comes out of that barrel it's going to drop down into your bigger bowl Uh, because here again you don't want to make a heck of a mess so Chris and I have made it back to where we have our stand mixer and I've got my in one hand. I'm going to put that aside and I'm going to get myself a potato. Kritza already has them peeled.
1: We like our fried potatoes peeled. You don't have to. We happen to like ours done that way.
0: So, and I have a big bowl that I'm putting right in front of the mixer as far I want to center it so that I'm centered over the attachment that's sticking out of the mixer, which I have.
1: I have five potatoes. They're not real big ones. So what I'm going to do is... I have the
0: pusher with the two pieces, I have them out of the chute, if that's what we want to call that, sticking up out of the mixer, and I'm going to drop a potato down in there, in that hole, which I
1: did. Now the potato's not that big.
0: Well, you know. And then I'll take my pusher and I'm going to just set it down on top and I'm going to start my mixer with my hand on the pusher now I'm going to take a look and see what I've got oh they are nice slices so that was one potato so I'm going to just do another one drop it down in there Position my push pusher into the opener opening, (laughs) and now start my mixer. And I'll just do that, putting another potato in there, putting my pusher in, pushing it down. Looks like i got two more. So I'm going to put the potato in, put my pusher in, push it, gradually push it down with my hands. And
1: you have to kind of, kind of a firm
0: push. Yeah, you push firmly, mm-hmm. and as you push it, you'll you feel it going down underneath your hand until the uh, mm-hmm. rim around the pusher is flush, and then you'll know it's clear down. Mm-hmm. Do the damage to that potato.
1: I must have done a good job picking them out because they
0: all fit in the chute. They did. They all fit in the chute. And I'm going to
1: take... Are there any left over in the barrel?
0: I uh, was just looking. Sometimes. There was still a couple that didn't come out all the way in my barrel. Just take my fingers and
1: that's
0: always the case with that kind of thing pull them out okay that's the our potatoes now what I'm going to do and I'm going to give this to Chris I'm going to the mixer uh, the attachment with the barrel in it. I'm going to take it off of the mixer. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come over to my mixer and find that thumb screw on the side of the mixer, of the mixer hub. I'm going to turn it out until I am able to pull the attachment away from the mixer. Then I'm going to tighten my screw back up because I didn't have to take it on going to hand this to you, Chris.
1: I had the door shut because of the bird and the minute I opened it, the cat came running in. <laughs> he can't stand closed. Door.
0: <clears throat> and
1: <clears throat>
0: then I have my I think the pushers in there too, Chris. Yes. Okay.
7: Five, five,
0: and then we'll just take the, uh, the unit and the bowl of the sliced potatoes to the kitchen. So that's what we're doing right now. Then once uh, we we have these over to the sink what we will do then is hold the attachment in one hand and find that lever on the side of the mic of the attachment you're going to press down on that lever so that you can stick your fingers in where the barrel is installed into the attachment And you press down on that lever, and you pull the barrel out.
1: Actually, it kind of comes out on its own a little bit. Yeah, pretty You can feel it sort of start to release. Pretty much, yeah. And sometimes you'll find a little, well,
0: like we did here, there there was a couple little pieces of potato that didn't come out, and it'll just pull right out. You can just pull it out with your fingers or whatever. And um, then, of course, you can... Uh, the attachment itself, um, you you could you could if you wanted to put it in the dishwasher. Um, the the barrels you probably want to uh, clean them up in the sink because there may be little, be little pieces come out um, that didn't come out of the barrel. So once no. you
1: clean them out, you you can put those in the dishwasher, but you would want to clean them out first.
0: Cause yeah, yeah, because you don't want to get that stuff in the dishwasher if you can help it.
1: So you clean all
0: your uh, your barrel, your whatever barrel you were using, clean that up and then you can clean the attachment, um, you can clean, uh, well you have to make sure that you clean both the wide opening on the attachment where your barrel was and your uh, large opening, uh, your openings um, on the, the top of that attachment, the smaller opening, you want to make sure that you've got everything out of there. You can run water through it. That's what I did. And um, that works really well because if you hold the attachment up to the faucet and let the water run down through it, and it helps to wash the uh, whatever's in there, little crumbs of whatever. whatever you did yeah and um, it works really well I definitely uh, pretty pleased with the unit so anyway that's how this KitchenAid prep attachment works with the barrels and with the three shredder barrels and the slicer blade does a nice job. Chris, do you want to talk about the product one more time?
1: This is a KitchenAid Fresh Prep Stand Mixer Attachment with Extra Blade. We purchased ours from QVC. At QVC, the item number is K46136. If you have the item number and an account, you may order it by either going to qvc.com or by calling 1 800 345 1212. If you wish to speak to a real person for whatever reason, you can call 1 800 345 1515. It's also available at Amazon. The current price as of September, whatever today is, 24th, I believe. 2019 is 3995. You can call KitchenAid if you want to ask any questions. And by the way, if you want to go to their website, it's K-I-T-C-H-E-N-A-I-D dot com. But if if you want to call them, even for stand mixers, you call them at their small appliance department. And that number is 1-800-541-6390. That's 1-800-541-6390. It is model number K S M. V S A and it is currently $39.99 at KitchenAid
0: it's a great unit, uh, unit. <laughs> uh, I just thought you might want to know that while we were doing this demo we got these different kind of Oreo cookies in there uh, carrot cake Oreos and believe it or not, they're fantastic.
1: They're pretty good. We've been munching on those. Yeah. It's getting close to time for lunch. <laughs> and the cat's been following us everywhere we go. Yeah. And now the bird's starting to climb around. She's getting ready to make noise.
0: So I guess they all they both want lunch too, I suppose. Yes. Anyway, that's how the unit works. It does exactly what they say it will do, and we've tried both the shredder blades and the slicer. And does a good job so if you have any questions about this product you can always email bill sparks at bill at bill org. that's bill at bill org. and if he has uh, can't answer the question he will get a hold of us and we'll do our best to uh, answer your questions
1: (laughs) You can also go on the Legend Oldies website and join the Coffee Club mailing list, and you can ask your questions that way. Or if you have any questions about this item during this live broadcast you may you may call 646-558-8656 that's 646-558-8656 you will be prompted to press pound after you do that you will be asked for a meeting ID you will enter 848725450 that's 848725450 press pound one more time you'll be asked for a user id press pound again and you will be in the zoom room where you can ask your question or make your comment about this product
0: well that's all the time we have for this demo everyone have a great week and stay tuned for another, another exciting, exciting demo, demo.
8: One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation.
7: Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
2: We are back. Back. Thank you for that very informative demo. Yeah, it's a
0: it's a nice little piece of Gizmo,
2: <laughs> let me ask you a, a question. What does it cost to get a what is it, a mixer stand, and then you can get your accessories? I know you said they're cheap, but the 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 actual unit itself. What is, what's an average cost of something? A like
1: KitchenAid can run you anywhere from two ninety nine to what, Dave? About six ninety nine.
0: Yeah, it depends on the size you want. Depending
1: on the size, the wattage, if you want tilt head where you have to raise the head up, or if you want bowl lift where there's a little crank that you crank the bowl up and down to meet the beaters.
0: It's one of those products, Bill, where um, when you buy that product, the thing lasts forever. You know, I mean, because KitchenAid's been around for a long time, and those things are built solid,
4: yeah i always i always think of my mom and dad years ago had a hamilton beach mixer and this was back in nineteen fifty i believe they bought it for thirty nine ninety five well that's pretty comparable to what they are
0: now yeah. you know yep
2: true true yeah. true yeah. Huh
0: they make the things out of real metal so you know a lot of this stuff anymore is plastic and that They're kind of heavy. stuff and,
5: and they kitchen. pack up their i mean if i bought a mixer from 1919 if i had i still had it doesn't uh uh kitchenaid still back that up if i'm not mistaken yes they yes, do they and do. all
1: the attachments still work and i see um
5: ellen uh, has ellen her hand has hand her hand raised i'm trying to find her i just I was
4: going to say there's only one attachment that didn't for ours, and that was the blade with the little rubber.
0: Um, oh, yeah they 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 they've actually got a couple different sizes now for yeah. for
5: that mixer. Uh, I found
1: her, Jeff. Okay.
5: They, they kept I'm moving, here. she kept moving on the screen there, Chris. Sorry about that. That's okay.
3: I'm here. Good morning, everybody. Um, I don't have anything ready. Um, as far as the attachment goes, but I want, is Shelly still there? I wanted to express her my congratulations on her job.
7: Thank you, Ellen. Appreciate
3: it. <laughs> Good luck you. with it, and, and um, hopefully, everything hopefully and prayerfully, everything will work out for you. I'm
2: hoping
6: so, too. It will work out. We know it will. Um, hey, want to throw this out real quick. Uh, Go ahead,
5: Mike. Look. Mike, your mic just cut out on you. Or he got muted. He's not muted. I didn't touch him. I guess he. We didn't he,
2: touch him either. No, I guess he really
5: wanted to throw <laughs> it out. Maybe his My voice box fell out. Try it again. <laughs> Try it again, Mike. I don't know why. Larry, Did you mute yourself, Mike? Because we didn't touch it.
1: No, uh. Sometimes things happen on the screen but nobody touched
5: cuz i know i didn't i didn't you're you're okay you're unmuted now
6: okay i just wanted to tell people that of course uh, if you've upgraded to iOS 13.1 to listen to the legend on your iPhone which is like the coolest thing in the world you simply say play legend oldies radio and uh, if you don't include the radio it probably won't work it may have, but better to say legend oldies radio and there you go
5: it pops right up you guys have for iOS thirteen. Uh, uh, Jr. was talking to me while the demo was going on. and I, he's he's in, he's in Albany, and he said, "Does does the iOS thirteen have a problem when you get when you receive text messages? Whenever I get a text message, I have it set to what makes it like that kind of a beeping noise. Does your iOS uh, phone have problems with text text messages on iOS thirteen? Chris, Dave, or Mike, either of you guys? No,
6: check? No. Okay. no. I had an issue deleting yesterday. And then I turned off voiceover and turned it back on. So that was a one time and you know, maybe that's something unique to yep. the eight?
7: When I first got thirteen, I wasn't receiving the notifications. The messages were coming in, but I wasn't receiving the notifications. But when I got thirteen point one it seemed to write itself. Yeah,
5: I've heard a- that from Apple's other been getting a lot of bad press from uh, apple AppleViz and the blind community because they released this operating system. With a lot of bugs in it related to accessibility, but they wanted to make sure that operating system was out when they released the iPhone 11 and the 11 Pro. Not that there's any excuse for that, but I believe that if Steve Jobs was still running the company and still alive, I don't think it would have been released that way. That's just my. Well, idea.
3: the problem is yeah, blind people have to understand that there's bugs in the software for sighted people too. They're not targeting blind people all the time to make it hard exactly. for them.
5: I agree with you, Jennifer. I get so sick of that.
3: Me too. Oh, well, I'm blind. They've made it bad for me.
5: So can you say that again, Jennifer? You sound so cute when you say that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jennifer. I'm giving you a hard time.
6: Well, it's something I realized. I mean, everyone raves about you know the Braille support, and it is good on iOS, especially maybe compared with Android, but there are some bugs. There are some issues keying in certain uh, bits of information and uh, things like passing through numbers or passwords and so there's some long-standing issues uh, that you know I became aware of only because I did some beta testing. I might mention this briefly. Uh, the app coming out once they get it finalized and get the bugs out of it, but I was able to test and be compensated for a forthcoming app called Translate Live, which is going to allow you to speak in one language and have it convert to another language. And what we were doing was testing with Braille displays, so giving the deaf-blind... A tool to communicate uh, with individuals either by typing, or you know, nice. they can use voice commands. So, a pretty could, exciting technology.
5: I've always wanted to know: could I take that translate app and, and listen to a Spanish radio station and put, put my phone near the radio, and it would translate that back for me? Possibly.
6: Uh, I don't know the what I saw was latency. I doubt it would move fast enough for that. But you know, we were beta testing, so. Uh it's it's made for two way communication, so but it is live, so I suppose it is possible, but Spanish in particular they speak very fast, so that would be a challenge.
5: Well I'm, I'm I might go ahead, Shelly. Can we? I
7: jump in, Jeff, a yeah. second? I was just gonna say I so agree with Jennifer. I mean, <laughs> we have to understand and I, I know that it's a pain to always have to understand. But you know, This technology is so up and coming and it's so helpful in the long run. Are you really going to gripe about the small things that they'll end up fixing anyway for the most part? And some things you're right, Mike. They've been longstanding. I don't know what their excuse is for not fixing them. But the ones that they do end up fixing, it's not, they don't, the app developers and Apple, they don't wake up in the morning and say, gee, I think I'm going to screw over the blind guys today.
5: Well, but let's make at, their lives if, a
7: whole lot more difficult.
5: My I God, Shelly, imagine. if you looked at the if you looked at the tweets on Apple Viz and all these other organizations for the blind to tweet that they make it sound like they're like the, the screwing the blind. And that's not true. I mean, I agree yeah. with Jennifer, quit but whining, that's also
6: people
5: quit whining. Go ahead, Mike.
6: That's also up to us to communicate bugs. I mean, exactly. numbers, you know, numbers get results. And if 700 people complain about something and one or two people mention an issue and, you know, we are a minority. So it's important that we speak up and report the problems that we see.
5: No, yeah, but the but blind people, but the blind community would, would rather make, would rather cause a lawsuit to occur, which, which actually does nothing but, but problems. The law. But it's
3: always, every time a new version comes out, oh, don't get that. They've screwed up blind people again. You got to wait. I mean, oh, don't update. It might mess everything up either you know, every piece of software, even for sighted people, you don't think Windows has bugs in it when they come out with a new version of Windows? Does that mean they're trying to screw over blind people? What's the majority of the well, number of blind people that are using it compared to the rest
5: of the world? Talk to Chris and Dave about the June oven, which which really wasn't made for the blind, per se, but they've been working with the company, and, and, and they've been getting results just by, by, by two-way communications with them.
0: Yeah, we're having... Very good luck. And June, will be
5: coming to the coffee club before too long as a demo. At
1: least our demo will.
2: We but, hope I mean, she but,
5: will, too. But they have been very responsive to you. That's what I'm trying to say, Chris. Yes, they have. Yeah,
2: it's- right. And, but the point is, it's one thing to communicate your if there's a bug or something in the software. But to get on here publicly and just go off on companies and that kind of stuff that solves no real problem, they do it on the IRA list, they do it on all these other lists it's Just it's just totally disgusting just totally, totally totally disgusting you know, it's one thing if you're dissatisfied because maybe the radio streams didn't work or whatever you're trying to do alright, communicate your problem and go on you know, but they, you know, just have to make such a, a big deal out of it. And people do get sick of that after a while. I mean, not everything is perfect. We'd like for it to be. But, you know.
3: But keep in mind, if it's not perfect to you, for you, it's probably not perfect for other people that are, for sighted people that are using it either. They don't set out to. Mm-hmm. I remember he, person's life.
2: I remember Jennifer when I was having problem with some numbers and stuff when I was typing in passwords, and you showed me how to set the braille displays and to set it up correctly. And once that was done, then I started stopped having a lot of those problems in iOS typing with my Yeah, and
3: sometimes you just have to go back and redo it. I don't know what resets
2: it but sometimes the braille display gets out of whack and you just have to go back and make sure those settings are right whatever that thing is I've got the braille the orbit reader yeah I've been able to type passwords in all the time no matter what so but I had to adjust and work with it at first and got it to work so you know I've
6: uh, it's, it's an intermittent issue. Sometimes it depends on the website, the portal. That
2: well, also it depends there, too, Michael. There are some people like maybe yourself or other people who don't know their equipment very well or don't know how to use the software and blame a company because they don't know how to use their software.
5: And, you, and, and sometimes, you know, even the app developer doesn't develop properly. Right, for the that's person. true. Like, for example, Domino's Pizza. I'm, I'm singling them out because... They are. I can use them on the iPhone, but they're very, very difficult because the buttons are not labeled properly, and then you got to figure out what they are, right. and then try to relabel them yourself. So, I mean, it, it can be done. I mean, I found that I found Domino's was easier easier to work on my computer than it was on the phone.
6: Right. Yeah, yeah, certainly, some of that is user error because there's you got to toggle between six dot, eight dot, contracted, right. uncontracted, UEB. There's a lot of right. different settings that can come into play. But I did get it from the National Office of NFP that forty out of fifty Braille displays. Uh, have some issues so
3: part of it they're be- just looking for another lawsuit well they're that- looking for somebody to see because that's how they keep people wanting to be part of it
5: you know all you these could-
3: blindness consumer organizations I swear if they put their some of their their efforts they go into suing everybody for everything into actually doing something constructive it'd be
5: amazing what they might accomplish
2: True true true. Let me see what time it is here. We It is uh 10:53. Hey, we've got a lady who wants to give a recipe. Right, Chris?
5: Yes. Uh-huh. And we're and we're hungry, Chris.
1: This comes from a request we got the other day from Connie, so I hope she gets a chance to listen. She was asking some questions about Vegetable beef soup and vegetable beef stew, things like that. And I did answer her question, but that prompted me to give a recipe today. And it's just one that I made up that I use so that my stuff always comes out the same every time. And I do mine in an instant pot. Now, you can do it on the stove. You just have to cook the meat and potatoes a little bit longer, but it's... You know, you can do it in a slow cooker. You just have to adjust your cooking times. But the basic recipe is one cup of water, one 11-ounce can of V8 juice, one 11-ounce can of tomato juice, or you can use two of one, whatever you've got, two to three pounds of beef roast cut up but not cooked, One 10-ounce can of Rotel tomatoes, undrained. One 16-ounce can of crushed tomatoes, undrained. One can of large butter beans, drained. One can of green peas, undrained. Three to four potatoes, peeled and cut up. Three cups of frozen corn or two cans of whole kernel corn, undrained two to four tablespoons of dehydrated onion flakes, or you can use a quarter cup to a half cup of chopped onion, depending on what you have and what you like. A dash of garlic powder, one half teaspoon of black pepper, and a dash of salt. And what you're going to do is you're going to put your juice and your water and your meat. This is assuming you're using an instant pot. You're going to put that in the instant pot and you're going to pressure it for about 20 minutes then you're going to add your potatoes and your you can add carrots if you want to i left them out but that's just because i forgot to write them down so you would put your potatoes and carrots in next put it on you can do one of two things you can pressure it for another five minutes or you can put it on slow cook for an hour or so before you add your other vegetables. Now, once you add your other vegetables and your spices, you can add the spices anytime you want. But once you add your other vegetables, you do not want to pressure that. Just cook it on slow cook till it gets the way you like it. And about an hour before I think we want to eat, I add about a quarter cup of barley because it takes that barley a little bit to become soft and absorb some liquid, but you don't want it to get too done. And that's how we like it.
5: Sounds good, Chris.